When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Naked Gaming Podcast. It feels like an age since we did this, because mm. we've been away on holiday. My tan has already faded. When I came back, everyone kept saying, you look well. What does that mean? What it meant is, before we went, we looked, looked unwell. Really tired. <laughs> really, really tired. God, it seems like ages ago since we were there. Mm. It's nice to be back, though. Is it? Actually, let me revise Hang on a minute. It's raining outside. Yeah, what happened? We didn't really bring the sun back with us anyway. No. It was just nice to have a break. Mm. And in the meantime, we had our Rihanna Pratchett special. Yeah. Monkey Island Discs. Loved it. Which was so much fun. She's amazing. She's so cool. My dad had brought it home because he was very into electronics and robotics and things like that. And uh, he showed it to me and I think I was quite scared initially. Got a lot to discuss uh, gaming wise this month. I've been looking into why EA and FIFA have basically had a little mini tiff was well, more than that they've had a bit of a divorce yeah, yeah i'm gonna say it's more than a tiff <laughs> quite quite a stressful uh thing for them so they're not going to make football games together anymore right and fifa is like the biggest so what are people going to buy instead yeah there's this new title which will go through and i'm not sure why they've done it. well i know why they've done it it's because of money it's always money it's always money you've got the news for us as it well the relationships money and relationships <laughs> never mix them everybody you just give me all, all your money yeah and alex rhodes oh he's back again he's back again no we love alex um, <laughs> you're saying it like we, we we're pretending no we love alex really <laughs> no we hang out with him out even like outside of work he's invited me to a party which i I've... he's in, he's invited us to the wedding oh yeah the that, wedding that party as well year. yeah i wasn't thinking that far ahead i was just thinking of this week he's invited us to a party but you can't go because you're busy and i've got a night shift so i'm like do i go oh man i'm gonna think i might go what about me? You're working, mate. Ah. <laughs> well, anyway, he's been playing something called Blasphemous. You have acquired Capite of Baroque. They're all called stuff like that. It's all very kind of like metal, gothic, Catholic horror. It does look good, that, I must say. Uh, do catch us on Twitter, at Naked Gaming Pod. Or you can always look us up on Instagram. What is it on Instagram? At Naked Gaming Pod. It's the same. It's like we meant it. I know. I said Lee's got the news and I wasn't lying. But here's the official introduction. <clears throat> here's Lee with the news. Was that good? It was okay. <laughs> Sony has announced that the new PlayStation Plus service has started rolling out. It'll replace its existing PlayStation Now subscription and there'll be three membership plans. Essential, Extra and Premium or EEP. The highest tier includes some PS1 games as well as classics from PS2, PS3 and PSP. Prices range from £7 to £17 depending on which level you choose. Look out for that in June. 
The Centre for Creative and Immersive Extended Reality has opened in Portsmouth. It's the UK's largest virtual reality centre and it costs a mere £5 million to build. This year, the BBC Proms is dedicating a concert to video games. It's about time. Prom 21 will take place on August the 1st and has the title Gaming Prom from 8-bit to infinity. We're going to go to the proms this year because... Why are we seeing that one? Well, it's really cool, isn't it? I think you might be working on that one as well. I love that. That's amazing. But don't you think it's about time? Because, I mean, I work at Radio 3, so I'm very lucky to sort of sit there and introduce the proms. Mm. But to have a prom for gaming music, it's about time, like you said. That's a huge step forward. Because, like, the proms, I love the proms, right? It's classic. It's been there forever. But it has got, like you know, a stereotype about it. And I think it's about time we, we change that. And having gaming uh, as, a, as a topic is amazing. Also, the younger generation, they're f- often their first interaction with classical music, you know, the genre, like orchestras and things, is either films or video games. But this is happening more and more, because look at what we do every year. We go to see Pete Tong, mm. and the guy who we're going to see at the proms... Is Jules actually, Buckley. Yeah, is the same conductor who orchestrates Ibiza Classics. Yeah, so he's amazing. He does stuff on Radio 3. Jules Buckley, is a, he's such a legend, he's such a, legend. a nice guy as well. But so we're going to go and see uh, Jules Buckley doing Aretha Franklin with people, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. But this gaming prom, I just think it's it's the, a step in the right direction for yeah. me. I love it. Stop kidding around, Snake. So, if you haven't heard already, EA and FIFA have fallen out with each other. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) And Chris, you've been finding out why. After working together for nearly 30 years, EA and FIFA have called time on their business relationship. The video game publisher Electronic Arts, or EA, says it's going to stop making FIFA-branded football titles. The FIFA games represent one of the most profitable brands in gaming history, but the cost of renewing the licence was one of the reasons that EA decided to ditch the partnership. FIFA apparently more than doubled the cost of the licence they were looking for to a rumoured $1 billion per four-year World Cup cycle. But it's not just the money. EA were also keen to explore other avenues using the FIFA licence, such as video game tournaments and digital products like NFTs or non-fungible tokens. Now, though, it's game over. EA will continue to make football games. The release of FIFA 23, though, will be the last collaboration between the two companies. For the publisher, the next series of games will be released under a new banner, EA Sports FC. FIFA, for their part, will look to work with lots of different developers on lots of different types of games, not just football simulation, as it's called. In a very long statement on their website, FIFA president Gianni Infantino said... I can assure you that the only authentic real game that has the FIFA name will be the best one available for gamers and football fans. The FIFA name is the only global original title. FIFA 23, 24, 25 and 26 and so on. The constant is the FIFA name and it will remain forever and remain the best. So what does this really mean for fans of the series? Well, EA's hoping that you won't be tempted by the actual name FIFA. They're promising that you can have access to the same players, the same clubs, stadiums and the leagues that you've come to know and love. 
They've already revealed that they've signed agreements with the world's top clubs and leagues. That includes the Premier League, the Bundesliga, La Liga and UEFA. So they have all the team licences. And on social media, the world's top football clubs have already revealed their support for EA Sports FC. The winner of this new rivalry will ultimately be decided in sales. Now that's a match we'll all be tuning in for. There we go. I want to know this, right? So EA Sports FC. Yeah. That's the new one that EA are going to do. Are you going to play that? I mean, you're not a FIFA FIFA player really anyway. Football games are not your mainstay. I mean, with a title like that, it's, not the it's best really title, bad, is it? isn't it? It's EA really Sports bad. FC. No. I think people will just look for FIFA and buy FIFA. So will, it, so will FIFA be more expensive then, do you think, this year? It, I think it slightly depends on the deal that they strike mm. with whoever decides to to take on the new fifa right mantle shall we right. say okay but they it's worked for such a long time i know it's obviously a cash cow <laughs> obviously well yeah so why did they kill it greed my friend greed <laughs> money just ruins everything well whatever the new games are we'll review them for you anyway that's why we'll keep being poor box we keep buying all the games yeah <laughs> So we've got some new reviews for you. Um, I finally had time to get to grips with one that's uh, a, quite a long game, shall we say. It's called Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Attachments to this world will just make it harder to do our duty. It's a mercy to forget. Fighting's what I live for. Did you defeat Tiamat? I am Sophia. Well met. All I know now is that I want to see this through to the end. Which makes us warriors of light. Like in the prophecy. So you know this as well as I do. If a game has Final Fantasy in it, mm. it's going to sell. Mm. You must have played some Final Fantasy. Yeah, a little bit. It's not really my jam. No. Or your jam. No, I don't know. It's not really no, my jam I either. I liked actually. it. Mm, I, liked, I liked the new versions you know like they relaunched resident evil with all the shiny graphics and stuff well they did that with final fantasy 7 and it was amazing Mm, it it looked beautiful it was beautiful Mm. and it was great to play so what they've done is they've gone to the very first ever final fantasy game from 1987 so going back in time here before i was born was it before you were born yeah (laughs) wow what did it come out on the nez the nez nintendo entertainment system um and same developers as nowadays square square enix and what they did was they took the modern graphics and then they imagined sort of like what would happen before that game. So they came up with an idea for a prequel to that game, an mm-hmm. alternate universe, Ooh. which is a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah. And the bad guys are something called Chaos. We must fight Chaos. Chaos is evil. Original. The story is probably paper thin. <laughs> right. It's like fight the, fight the bad guys. Yeah. And that's, there's no other explanation. I mean, that's kind of the storyline to most games, but okay. But it's good. There's a lot of gore. I oh, I'd like love it. it. There's these, but it's just weird stuff. Like they turn up and they go, "My crystal is vibrating." Oh my god! Like, but why? Wow. So th- I'm going to sum it up for you in a quote from the main character called Jack, mm. who's a massive non-event. Right? Okay. It's a very right. nondescript character. Yeah, huh? He says, "All this monster hunting is a pain in the ass." Wow. That sums up the game. Oh wow. To play it is a pain in the ass. <laughs> to hunt the monsters is it's a, a pain, pain in the ass. ass. The combat is just... It's like Elden Ring, which, yes. we, which we really yeah, liked. Yeah, yeah. Alex loved it, yeah. but less good. So what would you give it out of 10? It's, I mean, it's a, probably a 5 out of 10. If you absolutely love Final Fantasy and you like the modern graphics, then maybe there's a little bit in there for you. The combat's okay. So surely it's cheap. 45 quid. 
Uh, PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One and PC. Uh, if you love Final Fantasy, maybe it's one for you. I think I'll keep my 45 quid. Spend on your Peloton. Hello. Hello. Follow me. Okay. So Lee has been cycling away like an absolute legend. Well, we got really fat during our holiday. Yeah. You put on a stone. Yeah. I put on £10. I'm quite proud of myself in one way. I know. A lot, a lot of people you've told, they're like, that's actually impressive. I told Two a doctor, weeks. a doctor friend of ours that I yeah. put on a stone, and he went, really? Yeah. I was like, yes, I you ate You did cheese. eat cheese with every single meal. I don't regret a single thing. No, I bet you don't. But you've done really well. You've lost quite a lot of it. Ne- yeah, I'm nearly back to where I started before the I've holiday. lost a little bit. You're doing well, well This well. is why I've been doing the Peloton. Right, so it's, for those who've never Pelotoned before, it's like a weird cult where you cycle, <laughs> isn't you just, it? You just, yeah, you don't go outside, obviously. You just cycle. And on, it's a, like, on a machine. You know, a spin machine. And you have a big, um, a big screen in front of you and you have an instructor and there are different kind of levels um, and you do it to music. It's really cool, actually. I've done a few. Uh, but you have to. It's hard to learn how to clip your feet in the bike. That took oh, a while. Yeah, yeah you got to properly clip in, clip in, clip in. What are they? What's that woman? Oh she, my she goes, goodness me! Turn it off, peel it back. No, yeah, she yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she does say she that. She says, "Spin it round, peel it back," or something like that. But they've done this kind of new video game style experience, which they've added on to the the existing Peloton classes. Yeah. So instead of having an instructor, you it's like a video game. So you cl- you clip in, you select. It's called Lane Break. Oh. And well, let me show you how it works. I'm just currently sitting on a Peloton in my fancy new gym. It looks quite nice. Um, I've never played this before, but let's give it a go. So. I'm just on the um, beginner's guide of how to play. It says the basics, move your wheel with the resistance knob. Increasing resistance moves your wheel to the right and lowering it to the left. Okay, let's try this then. You're cycling. You can see multiple lanes in front of you. You have your resistance wheel down below and you can move it left or right. Left, obviously, Makes it go a little bit easier. Right increases resistance and makes it harder. And you've got to hit the beats. The beats appear in each lane. So I'm moving my knob from left to right. Trying to hit those beats. I think we just about completed this one. Yeah. You have to charge what's known as breakers with output. So when you're cycling, whoo, getting a bit tired now. You kind of get into one lane. I can see a breaker coming up. It's lit the lane up nicely. Now I'm going to cycle, 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 cycle. Got it. Charged it. Cycle, 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 cycle. You got to charge it to 100%. And that's how you charge a breaker. And the third and final thing are what's known as streams. So what you have to do you have to hit the cadence within each lane. So this one's 70 to 90. I'm getting about 84, so that's charging it up nicely. And I'm constantly moving across from different lanes, trying to hit the beats, trying to charge the streams. It's quite difficult. And if you're wondering if it's tiring, <coughs> a little bit. What was your verdict on the... I sounded the... very out of breath there, by the way. <laughs> People paying a lot of money for this podcast. More breathiness, um, please. I thought it was good. 
Um, I don't prefer it over the instructors, but mm. I think it is a good. It's a. Good, I think Peloton have done good. The graphics are a little bit. Could be better. Could be better. But um, no, it's it's quite addictive actually. I've played it twice after that, and um, yeah, it gets quite di- addictive. Do you have to pay extra to play Lane no, Break? No, it's part of Peloton. But here's here's the downside: you have to actually pay for Peloton, mm. and Peloton is quite expensive in itself. It's forty pound for membership, so you have to pay that a month to get all the classes and stuff, the pre- even pre-recorded and live stuff. So to get Lane Break, unfortunately, you would have to be a member of Peloton. What do you give it out of ten? Then Lane Break. I would give it a solid seven. I suppose it's a free add-on in a way, isn't it? It's a free add-on. It's fun. It's something different. I tell you what, you can have a go in a minute. Oh, no. So we've got another Nintendo Switch release. This one's called Kirby. You know Kirby, don't you? I love Kirby. The pink blob, who always looks like Jigglypuff. Yeah. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Join Kirby on a new 3D adventure. Inhale. Spit. Hover. Copy. And transform! Experience a grand adventure that takes Kirby into a 3D world. So we play this a bit in two-player as well as single-player. I love this. It's a little. So imagine Mario, like the 3D Mario, where you're running around the map and jumping up on top stuff. Yeah. On top of stuff. It's a very charming game. It's very. I think that uh, that is a perfect way to describe it. It makes you smile just playing it, doesn't it? Yeah. He eats, like, Kirby eats things. If he, he goes to And he'll eat the bad guys. And, so quite, and, and, then, and then what? He goes... <laughs> so he'll, like, he'll, like, see something. So, like, he'll see um, a bridge and he'll go... And he'll eat it and he'll, like, waddle over and then he'll spit it out. So Kirby in this one, I've never seen... He eats a car, he eats a vending machine, he yep. eats some steps. He eats everything. He's like Bailey. Like Bailey, the, Bailey the bunny, yeah, he does, certainly does. And you can play the whole game in co-op, although a little bit like Mario... Um, oh, this is what lets it down. The latest Mario. You can't Mario. play like as a team. It's not proper co-op, no. because the main character, everything matters, like the camera's controlled by the main character. The second yeah. character, if you go off the screen, you just teleport back you to You just the, a tag along. And you don't get any stats yourself or anything. No, but, it's quite boring being the second player. Having said that, the story's it's okay. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And also £16. I mean, it's, it's not that bad. It's an absolute it? bargain. Something you could easily just pop on, like in a long car journey, or if you're going on holiday, pop it on the plane. It's really fun to play with each other. House of the Dead. My favourite game from my childhood. Where you stood there. You, you like a, sh- a, a, they're called light guns, a light gun game. You like standing in the arcade, yeah, put yeah, your yeah. pound in, yeah. and you're playing House of the Dead or yeah. Time Crisis, stuff yeah. like that. When I was a kid, right, when we had a PlayStation 2, we actually bought a, some shooting game called Vampire Something, mm-hmm. and we had the guns. Oh, really? We had the actual attachment. Like the pink and blue one. Yeah, it was exactly like that, and it was the coolest thing ever. So when they announced that House of the Dead was being remade, and guess what they're going to call it? House of the Dead remake <laughs> for the Nintendo <laughs> Switch. I was so excited. I was, well... Beside yourself. Here's the trailer. So, it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't have. <laughs> Where to start? It doesn't have a gun attachment. So yeah. that's out the window. And then you think, okay, well, the Nintendo Switch has got the motion controls and yeah. it knows how to aim stuff. So you think, oh well, yeah, yeah. I'll just use the of controller course. and point yeah, it at yeah, the yeah. screen. Yeah. 
doesn't quite doesn't uh, quite track. Oh, really? Always slightly out, or uh, you can't calibrate it in any way that makes sense. So I emailed the developers and I said, "Is this right? Like, mm-hmm. am I doing something yeah. wrong?" And they said, "Oh no, the gyro is very hard to calibrate, so you know it's a bit." Oh, li- so we're not, we're not going to bother with that. It's a limitation of the design, and I went. But isn't that the whole point? But of the House whole of the Dead? point of House of the Dead is that you can shoot the gun at the screen. So how can you buy this game? You cannot. Do not buy it. Oh, right. Until they fix <laughs> the guns and they develop Maybe they a should gun. start talking to the developers of Pistol Whip because that, ah. that is one awesome shooting game. That's Oculus, though. So oh, that's got the, yeah, that's I got know. The but, oh, just I get just, a VR headset for 300 I just, quid. <laughs> oh, my God. If you, if you want to spend any money this year, if you haven't already got a Switch, get the Oculus. I should so, just work for them. So your advice is don't buy House of the Dead. Spend nope. 300 quid on Oculus. You will not regret it. <laughs> Well, don't buy it on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC because it's out on all those platforms <laughs> and it doesn't work on any of them. Oh, oh. oh you haven't written anything like creative though this t- this time. I you can't, always... because I was going to say Alex that I was going to swear, oh. but then because this thing's called blasphemous, but I can't. Oh. I don't want to. Alex the mm, mm, <laughs> Rhodes. Shall I hang on? You do it and I'll beep. Okay, then ready? Alex the beep beep Rhodes. Did you get that? Yeah, that's what I'd say. He's never going to do this again oh, for us. Yeah, I love him. Right, he said he was going to play a game called Blasphemous. Let's have a listen. Hello, Chris and Lee. It's Alex here, back with another game. And this time, good God almighty, it's Blasphemous. Did you see what I did there? Uh, Blasphemous is this kind of 16-bit, crazy art style, gorgeous 2D side-scroller indie hit that's kind of, you know, making some really big waves. has been a real breakout success uh, for the developer. The first thing to mention about it, if you've not hear, heard of it before, is its amazing kind of art style. As I say, it's, uh, you know, 16-bit, but it's Catholic Gothic. Think sort of, you know, Dark Souls, that kind of grimy, um, dirty, really kind of heavy... It looks like... It basically, it looks like you're playing through the album cover of, like, a heavy metal band. Um, it, all the bosses and designs are really cool. Your character is really cool. Speaking of enemies, here's one now. So, just to describe him, he's this kind of naked... Man in a with his head covered with a rag and a loincloth, and he's wielding a big um, sort of rock angel, stone angel that he's going to try and bash me over the head with. Let's try and oh, well, yeah, you heard him hit me there. Okay, here we go. Miss me. There we go. There's some amazing animations on this. So every enemy obviously has like a unique sort of death animation where they topple over, um, and, you know, it's rather kind of gory for a uh, <laughs> for a uh, 2D game. You even have a counter-attack, which I'm going to try and use now. Come on. There we go. That was the sound of my enemy's head popping off there. What's this? You have acquired Capite of Baroque. They're all called stuff like that. It's all very kind of like metal, gothic, Catholic horror. This is a game that definitely wears its... Uh, well, influences on its sleeve, so uh, there's a kind of checkpoints where I can sort of save the game uh, and recover my kind of what, what are essentially my health flasks. But guess what? Once uh, you get those, the enemies respawn and can get you all again. Aha! Another item. What's this? Heart of the Virtuous Pain. Mm, that sounds like a band, doesn't it? Ugh. Ah. You probably heard there that I didn't quite make it across the pit of spikes there. <sighs> Big black screen with red writing on saying exemplar exempl- exemplaris excommunicationis. Not very good at Latin. So, 
you kind of get the idea. It's an unforgiving 2D sort of scroller. As I say, 16-bit. The art style is amazing. I would really check it out, especially whilst it's free at the moment, before they do all the changes to the PlayStation Network. Try and learn some Latin, you know? It'll help you with the classics. That's that's blasphemous. I really want to give this a go. Yeah. I watched the trailer for it, and Alex said he was going to play it. And I, I tell you what, I really like the look of mm. it. So We give him all the best games. Well, yeah, but it makes a change. <laughs> for after about a year of him playing the worst of all oh, time. I love that. Anyway, so that's going to be on what? The PS Now Store? It's out now on the PS Now Store. So that's it? That's your lot. Goodbye. What have you been playing the most? Still least? Mass Effect. I'm Mass obsessed. You I'm are obsessed. I've looked at my overall Mass Effect time, right? So there's, there's three games in the remastered edition. The first game I did it in about 25 hours, okay, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yes. Second game I did it in about 30 hours, which is fine. And on the third game, I'm 37 hours in. I still wow. haven't completed it. And you know what's You love about? it, don't you? I do love it. And do you know what's coming? Mass Effect Andromeda. Because they've announced the new one's coming. They're making a new Mass Effect. It's so exciting. Woo! I'm, I'm just addicted to the Oculus. I You come it. in uh, after a late yeah. shift. You get in about one in the morning and it's like, oh, should we go yeah. to bed? And you're like, no, I'm playing Beat Saber. I told my colleagues that. They were like, are you crazy? I was like, and Chris already gets me the gin. Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic ready. and Oculus. And then what's your favourite songs to play on the Oculus? Oh, it's got to be like Lady Gaga or Billie Eilish. Or Skrillex. Skrillex is good. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, we will leave you. What Until you, next time. You're going to play Oculus, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go play. Bye. You're going with the gin and tonic. Oh, yeah. Standard. <laughs>